0: Okay. This is Rock Hard Caucus. I'm out of breath. I just ran home. Stella and I are convening for an emergency podcast because uh, we both just saw uh, the Hollywood Reporter has announced that Chris Pratt has been cast as (laughs) Garfield in a new animated feature and... My God, we are furious! <laughs>
1: <laughs> he can't be fucking Mario and Garfield, like.
0: Yeah, come on, that—that's clearly two very different characters. Like, if you play one, it's very—it's mutually exclusive. You cannot yeah. play the other.
1: It's a conflict of interest.
0: Imagine Bob Hoskins as Garfield. You can't do it. <laughs> and uh, imagine. I mean the best the only Garfield honestly Lorenzo music. Yes. <laughs> Imagine him doing the Mario voice. You can't. It can't be done.
1: Wasn't Bill Murray tricked into being the voice of Garfield?
0: That's what I've read in one of yeah. those like uh 3D animated ones. Or it mm-hmm. was like uh it was like live action and then Garfield himself was an animated character.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. He I think he... Yeah, he thought it was going to be like a gritty origin story. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he thought it was a different director. He thought it was the Cohen brothers who were directing oh, yeah. it. Yeah, that's um, what i And then it was, it was Joel Cohen, the writer of Daddy Day Camp and <laughs> Monster Mash the movie. And so by the time he discovered his error, it was tragically too late.
0: <laughs> He's the... Evil third cousin of the Cohen brothers that we all know and love.
1: <laughs> the third, the third Cohen brother.
0: <laughs> the Cohen triplets. <laughs> they, you would think that because they were born on the same day, they would go by the Cohen twins. But they, they hide that fact about themselves by calling themselves the Cohen brothers.
1: Are they? Are they actually twins? Are you pulling my leg right now? I made that up. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I'm here, and Stella's here.
1: Yep, welcome back to the morning zoo.
0: <laughs> We've been accused uh, many times of being the yeah. morning zoo.
1: If you don't like the sound of women's laughter, I think you need to look inward.
0: This is not the podcast for you, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It's at we least may... 75% women laughing. <laughs>
1: yeah, if... if <laughs> We may laugh a lot, but they're honest laughs. So
0: <laughs> Okay, we're not really going to talk about Garfield for an hour. Although, <laughs> we certainly
1: could. We <laughs> certainly
0: could. <laughs> uh, we're talking about another of Indiana's superheroes.
1: Someone far less colorful, someone a much lot less, blander.
0: Uh, a lot less relatable, yeah. Yeah. We all relate much more to this cartoon cat than this actual human being. Uh 48th pres- uh vice president of the United States, Mike Pence. I didn't know he was 48th until I saw that tonight in that video they showed us. Oh god. <laughs> I didn't think about it before, but we have uh we've had more vice presidents than presidents. Which like, yeah, obviously, oh, sure. but yeah, I don't usually think about it. Same. So we saw Mike Pence tonight at the Iowa Memorial Union in Iowa City, and what's your main takeaway from tonight, Stella?
1: Mm, if I had to describe it in a sentence, it would be extreme lulls of <laughs> boredom punctuated by intense, <laughs> interesting outbursts. <laughs> so we'll try to focus on the what would, the highlights. We went so you guys didn't have to.
0: Yep. As usual, we have attended an event and now we will tell you about it. (laughs) The easiest kind of episode to produce. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know about that because we had to go see this idiot actually speak. Oh, my God. He is one of the most boring people and most evil people who has (laughs) ever lived this was one of the worst events I've ever attended. <laughs> the the last event I attended actually in the IMU was Brian Stevenson reading um from his book Just Mercy and like talking about abolishing the death penalty and like wow, you could there is no anti like anti matter if, if Brian Stevenson is matter, Mike Pence is anti matter. It was like the complete opposite of that event in every single way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, before the before Mike came out to speak to us we were recalling events that we had attended in the IMU before I said I saw Elizabeth Warren in that room for about five minutes <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think she had a smaller crowd than Pence from what I remember really yeah, I think so it was a pretty cozy event
1: that's surprising because she won Johnson County
0: yeah I think it was a little bit early it was like because okay. you know she announced like I think the beginning Beginning of 2019 or like late 2018, mm. so it wasn't quite like full campaign season yet. Should but yeah, we... thank thank you for oh. reminding me that we live in the only county Elizabeth Warren won <laughs> in the 2020 primary. Yep. <laughs> the shameful fact that I remember every couple days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we start um, from the top when we when we got there?
0: Yeah, you actually got there before me. So did you see anything interesting before I got there?
1: Yeah, let me uh, relate what, as a primary source, I'll tell you what occurred. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about, like, trying to blend in the way you and Natalie successfully were able to blend into the Trump rally crowd. But yeah. I can't hide who I am, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, walked, so you walk up to the IMU, and there was, like, a group of maybe 20-plus protesters with signs and chalking the sidewalks and playing music and stuff and I kind of like tried to stand off to the side while I waited for you and just kind of like observe but a couple minutes later like someone just like walked up to me and handed me a fuck pence sign and (laughs) just got kind of absorbed into the protest which was cool. They were playing music such as Hits by the Black Eyed Peas A rap song called fuck donald trump yes that was
0: very popular at the blm protests in 2020 that song
1: (laughs) it was cool i hadn't heard it actually so (laughs) i liked it and then there was another song about molly and percocet that was really good i'm just (laughs) mentioning these because the music the protest music was way better than the shit we had to listen to inside the imu Um, yeah which
0: was mostly silence
1: Yes, yeah, Yeah. we'll get to that. They they Uh, played a lot
0: of uh, John Cage in there, if you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) Music mages know, baby. (laughs) All my Cage heads. Yeah, I think there's a Um, lot of
0: uh, weird music fans that listen to this, and we'll get the joke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well since um, you mentioned the chalking uh, I took these photos after the event But I do think yeah. I should just mention them now uh, Among the chalked messages Outside the IMU One of them was shock me daddy <laughs> which I think is A uh, reference to Mike Pence's support Of shock therapy As a gay conversion uh, method yeah. right? And then this one Which I- I'm not sure I can explain uh, This man ate my son <laughs> I don't know what that one means.
1: <laughs> that's so good. I love that. Um, yeah, most of the signs that I observed started with an expletive, um, like, fuck Pence, fuck fascists, fuck Nazis, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Which, if you listen to our previous episode, uh, about half the episode was about the phrase, let's go, Brandon. And mm-hmm. that's that's a stark contrast right there. It's just like how easy it is to be an adult and say the F word if you are <laughs> protesting political figures yes. instead of uh, in love with them.
1: <laughs> At the, I think the most intense part of the protest, well, okay, so everyone's protesting and the people who started to file into the IMU, they looked like your typical college Republicans. There were some older folks there, like middle-aged people. Yeah. They looked pretty alarmed by the signs and the the chalk and everything. Um, At one point, this dude came out and started filming all the protesters with like this shit eating smirk on his face. Oh my god! I never, (laughs) like, I'm a pacifist unless you like tickle me. But I've never wanted to like punch some guy in the face more in my entire life. Like, he was just such a pompous asshole like trying to thankfully everyone like got in his face with their signs and stuff but you know the type he was like in a suit and like at one mm-hmm. point turned around he said like something like you guys tried or something like that and it's what like, does that mean <laughs> i know bitch like what did you think like i mean that's he...
0: about all they planned to do right
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> mission accomplished Yeah. <laughs> so yeah he sucked
0: and that then was, you arrived. Right. That was about when I got there. I saw the guy with the camera. Um, I was wearing basically the same uniform I wore to the Trump rally. Uh, I didn't bring my Texas hat, though. Uh, and I didn't figure I would need it. Iowa City, Mike Pence, it's going to be probably not quite as... Uh, I mean, they know that libs are going to show up, right? It's in Iowa City.
1: Yeah. There so were... I,
0: I figure they're not going to like really be that mad if I go in there. <laughs>
1: no yeah they they let us in just fine
0: right there was basically no security actually
1: (laughs) the only like i felt kind of bad because like we were part of the protesters and then we like went into the imu and i was like god they're gonna think we're traitors but i think a lot of liberal people were going into like some people were there to kind of just hear what he had to say and um we we were there to give him a
0: fair shake obviously oh yeah 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 (laughs)
1: You're the man out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, a a bunch of those protesters know me, so I think they understood the... They know I'm just trying to get the content.
1: Yeah, but they, (laughs) like, there was no security. I don't even know if vice presidents get secret service. There was, like, one cop there... Maybe they were plainclothes officers, but yeah, they let us in. They didn't pat us down. Like we just showed our tickets on our phones or whatever, and then they let us right in. Yeah, I was surprised by that
0: actually. Yeah, well, my friend Oliver, who I I don't think would mind me saying, he was he was there with the protesters. Uh, I talked to him a little bit after the event, and he told me that vice former vice presidents do still get Secret Service. And But, I mean, I don't know if they were in that room at all. I didn't see anyone that looked like Secret Service.
1: Yeah. Maybe he gets one guy.
0: <laughs> and he stayed backstage. <laughs> he just had a Secret Service driver.
1: Yeah. Well, we did hear that he gets to drive his own car now, Mike Pence, <laughs> that is. And yes, pump yes. his own gas. So. Yeah.
0: That was one of his jokes that did land, actually. Uh, uh, what did he say? Oh, yeah. He's said one of the advantages of not being vice president anymore is i get to drive my own car so that's one one of the best things about losing an election for him (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah so then we got in and then oh my gosh so it was it was just a weird vibe in there um we were some of the only people who were wearing masks i observed well
0: and I, i go ahead after having gone to that Trump event, I, I would say there were quite a bit more people wearing masks said this. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's a, a good contrast. Like I was hoping to see some sassy t-shirts. You said there was definitely like less merch.
0: Oh, yeah, on it was display. a lot. Yeah, like I said, it's it was a lot less focused on branding, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. this was definitely like a college Republicans type of event this lady was like okay that man in the suit will seat you and mm-hmm. so we like start walking towards him and as we turned a corner we realized he was like in a suit coat but also jeans it was like he's wearing <laughs> half a suit like yeah. what <laughs>
0: yeah Which i've you know i've worn that outfit plenty of times yeah but.
1: yeah don't call it a suit though ma'am
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a member of the Young Americans for Freedom hosting the <laughs> previous vice President, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that
1: just cracked me up so much, and then she was drunk with power, she kept making us yeah. scoot, change seats, she packed us and like some other people who were not applauding and <laughs> um standing like doing standing ovations for Trump. She put us all together at one point, someone came over and like took a bunch of photos of us. that was weird.
0: Yeah, I I wasn't sure what the like press situation was. Yeah. Like, who was taking photos for what? I don't... I mean, whatever. It's an event at the IMU. I don't really care if my photo is taken.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just wonder, like, are we going to be on the cover of lame Republican <laughs> Quarterly as, you know, like, supporters of pre- Vice President, former Vice President Mike Pence? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: I did just re- retweet the uh, YAF uh, account. They posted a video of uh, leftists telling YAF activists that they are subhuman. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of media that's made it out of this event tonight. <laughs> oh god! Oh
1: god! So we yeah, so we're sitting in our seats and there's no music playing. Like they they could have had a video playing. They had like everything set up to do that, but it was just like a silent well I mean people were like talking but yeah. it just felt weird it was so boring we were just like waiting there forever just there like
0: zero nothing. zero elton john being played at yeah. this event
1: zero entertainment
0: <laughs> yeah so we were kind of like uh there were like empty seats throughout the crowd and i think the room was less than half full also not a yeah. great turnout uh no. but the the woman who was drunk with power as you said made us kind of scoot together So I I ended up like sitting way too close to this like earnest conservative college girl. So I was (laughs) trying to hide my phone from her as I took notes.
1: (laughs) As like he would say something and you'd write like in your notes, dumb bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This idiot next to me loves this shit. (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's shoveling this garbage in her mouth and chewing it up, and she loves it. She loves it. She's a dirty little freak. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so then they had, I think, the YAF, the Iowa City chapter, and like their chapter is like eight people. Mike Pence called it Small But Mighty, but...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I do want to know, before we get into the actual speeches, uh, you were talking about how weird the vibe was, and there was like no uh, pre-show music, there was nothing coming out over the PA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there was this moment where (laughs) we all heard somebody tapping on a microphone. Yeah. Nobody was on stage, but we we all together collectively assumed, oh, it's about to start. We went silent, like, very a quickly. fell <laughs> over
1: the auditorium. Yeah. And the way, like, they tapped, it sounded like someone was knocking at a door. And I leaned over to you and I said, that's Mike Pence, better let him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but then we were quiet for several minutes and nothing happened, so.
0: It, it was eerie, like, how quickly yeah. the room went silent. And then after a couple minutes just like just as quickly people just started talking again it was like a switch being flipped it was very odd it wasn't like it trickled back up to conversational levels it was like on and off (laughs) zero and one
1: (laughs) in that environment i was thinking a lot about like those psychological like being in a crowd and like how you might behave differently based on like crowd how the crowd is behaving and like those I haven't been in I think a group in a in a setting like that in quite a while because of the pandemic right um so yeah it was weird how we all kind of those cues that um we we pick up on and because of the lack security too I was feeling like Oh my god! Like it would be so easy for someone to sneak in some kind of weapon, and yeah. Um, well, and I had so a like, gun on
0: me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like at the beginning of it, I was like kind of tense and feeling like a little bit shaky about that just cuz like i'm scared of everything and then towards the end of the event i was like god if someone like opens fire on the crowd i'm going to be so mad that they waited until the end of the event and i had to <laughs> listen to this whole stupid speech
0: <laughs> yeah this is my final moments were spent here <laughs> yeah uh, they couldn't have at least spared us from the speech <laughs> yeah
1: put me out of my misery so so the speeches themselves the first guy the president of the chapter mm-hmm. he like he maybe he was nervous public speaking is yeah. hard
0: yeah
1: everybody hates it i hate it but like he talked so fast
0: his name is uh Hunter Morrow
1: Oh, my God. Perfect young Republican name.
0: And I have his email address because when I signed up for this event, the the invitation that came to my inbox included his email address, CC'd. So, really? Yeah. So Hunter and I are on each other's contact list now. All right. Nice. Yeah. So hope to hear from him soon.
1: Yeah. I don't have any notes from his speech to you.
0: No, not really. He was just a kid, you know, introducing the former vice president. No. Uh I did notice while he was speaking the slight delay on the video screen.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. that was a little trippy.
0: I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> it, it became a lot more obvious when Pence was up there and he was doing the, like, up-down motion with his hand, you know? And you could, it was, like, opposite on the video screen. When his hand was up in real life, it was down on the screen. Oh, my gosh. They were, gosh. like, perfectly out of sync. That was very distracting to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No insects landed on him or crawled out of him at any point we can report.
0: Yeah, um, you heard that SNL recently did a sketch about a fly landing on Mike Pence.
1: Yeah, I think it was last week.
0: That is bizarre. <laughs> I
1: thought like I heard about it and I was like, "Oh, that's that's not very good." um and then i I can't
0: imagine how why would they still be referencing the vice presidential debate from a year ago has that fly just been a running character for the past year
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh well he's not a cast member he's a featured player (laughs) (laughs) he and lauren like seem pretty tight though (laughs) Um, they have
0: a james austin johnson playing that guy now (laughs) the fly
1: (laughs) 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 let me see if i can find it Okay, 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 okay. Oh, did wait. you find something? Did I find reference? <laughs> okay, let's see here. Okay, yes. This is from 2021. Oh, no, wait. You know what I'm thinking of? It wasn't Saturday Night Live. I, it was the Emmys. Oh. Still, but this happened like last, a month ago, and they referenced it.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, so-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: when did the emmys happen
1: september 2021
0: good god they did an snl mike pence fly reference at that
1: they just did a i think it was a a bit about the fly on mike pence's hair which was one of
0: the one of the most memorable moments in entertainment television (laughs) entertainment of the past year yeah (laughs) ridiculous
1: (laughs) it's so dumb um (laughs) Okay, well, if you can keep any of that, good luck, my friend. (laughs) Um, Well, anyway, after
0: Hunter spoke, uh, they played for us, like, an intro video for Mike Pence to come out to. Do you remember anything from this? There's only, like, two things I recall. There's
1: one major thing I... So, the video is structured, like, things are really bad, and it's Biden's Mm -hmm. fault, and then, like, but... Like, Mike Pence is so inspiring, and America is great, and we can turn this thing around. Like, that was kind of how it was structured. But when they were showing all the bad stuff about, like, the state of the country they showed a clip of like biden falling down the stairs
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> or was, falling up the stairs actually. yes
1: excuse me yes <laughs> well, i mean he was going up falling down
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: um and then at one point i'm trying to remember the exact language they used but it was like something like when america basically is at its greatest crises like that's when we're at our best and like when we're facing evil and we're like overcoming these really terrible like national crises. And they showed first they showed a picture of Hitler and then they <laughs> showed a picture of Martin Luther King jr.
0: Oh, wow! and yeah, like just like
1: right next. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it was when bad
0: face the evils of Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> banding <Oops>. together, I <laughs> guess. Oh my evil. God.
1: Not <laughs> good editing. So I think like it'd be fair to say um, the production of the video, the production of the evening was lacking.
0: Yeah. This was a video produced by Advancing American Freedom, which I just looked up is a an organization that Mike Pence started this year. <laughs> great. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a pack or something. I don't know exactly how it's structured, but it's it's his, you know, political committee thing. Maybe he'll run for president. Won't that be exciting? (laughs) But, you know, when that clip of Biden falling on the airplane stairs came up, everyone in the room was laughing.
1: Oh, yeah. That was like, honestly, I felt really united with everyone there. It was a unifying moment. Yeah.
0: We all started matter. yelling uh let's go Brandon together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was surprised that didn't happen actually. When people started chanting it was just USA. Which, yeah, they <laughs>
0: did the very very respectful USA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh there was a moment in that video where Pence was bragging hard about the vaccines
1: yeah did you see there was like a family right in front of us and <laughs> I was
0: wondering if you noticed that too <laughs>
1: yeah when Pence started talking about like how great and safe the vaccines were in that video the mom and dad like gave each other these looks like yeah. what the fuck vaccines <laughs> are bad though like
0: <laughs> yeah the knowing look like you know we're here to support you sir but definitely not the poison you've been <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> spreading yeah oh, <God. laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I'm glad you caught that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then our friend Mike, he came onto the stage to the best song ever, Taking yeah. Care of Business. <laughs>
1: By BTO. Mm-hmm. Bachman Bachmann- Turner, Turner. Overdrive. Well, he's, yeah. a, he's the man, you know, he came of age in the late 70s. So Aren't they a tracks. Canadian band? Oh my God. That would be a big scoop.
0: Yes, they are from Winnipeg, Manitoba. <laughs> oh
1: my God.
0: I thought so. I
1: thought so. Where's Kid Rock from? Because Kid Rock uh, he's is from the outro Detroit. Music. Oh, he's okay, from Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Famously.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's when he asked the, the kids of the YAF chapter to stand and be recognized. And All we saw. eight of it them. Was, yeah. Like <laughs> single digits. <laughs> Not allowed yep. kids.
1: One in a. Make America Great Again hat.
0: There was a handful of those in the room. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see those around Iowa City very much. uh, No. For good reason.
1: (laughs) There was also, you noticed a guy who looked like he was about to (laughs) explode. He had a hat that said, like, socialism sucks or something. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the
0: the guy who looked like he may have been a veteran.
1: He looked like he seen some
0: shit <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: yeah i don't know his story and i don't know if i can handle hearing it
0: quite <laughs> yeah like you said uh there was not a lot of focus on the cool t-shirts and stuff so he no. really z- zeroed in on what little there was <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're bringing you guys the scraps <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah do you
1: do you have notes from his actual speech
0: i have a handful yeah okay uh he noted the wonderful turnout and as I mentioned, I think the room was less than half full. Yeah. I don't know if Mike Pence is that much of a draw, you know?
1: I w- it made me wonder, like, how many people have been going to his other on-camp, like, college campus lectures. I think that's right. what he's doing right now is, like, college campus lecture series. So um, he told us all to go into the military.
0: <laughs> More than once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. That was, yeah.
1: like, a major theme. Like, we should all join the military.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, I got. We should save that for the when we talk yeah. about the Q and A. But there's a big like joining the military <laughs> story. <laughs> um, I I should try to find a, the exact quote from this. But like right at the beginning of his speech, he's he said something to us, or uh, this was directed at like college students. But he said, "Yours is the freedom generation."
1: He said that a lot. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and you'll keep everything that's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to find the audio clip because it was like I believe yours is the freedom generation, and your generation will keep everything that's great about our republic I believe it unintelligible what yeah. he's saying
1: oh god he's he's not a good I mean he did like you can tell he he kind of has the speaking style of like a pastor because he's so religious and then he mm, yeah did talk radio he said that he was uh, Rush Limbaugh on Rush Limbaugh on decaf
0: yes that's how he described the Mike Pence show we
1: both laughed pretty (laughs) hard
0: at that there there was like no reverence in that at all and like no (laughs) Rush Limbaugh was like a conservative hero for like 40 years and died not long ago and he was just like a punchline (laughs) in this Mike Pence speech
1: (laughs) 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 he like he said that he, so Mike Pence had, like, 20 radio stations, uh, like, on for his syndicated show, and yeah. Rush Limbaugh, had, I mean, had thousands, right? Like, a million, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he
0: was in every market area. Yeah. Like, you couldn't go anywhere where you couldn't pick up Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To his death, I think. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we could get him here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mike Pence, the Mike Pence show is definitely a Indiana phenomenon.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Before he talked about his radio show, he gave us a little bit of like early bio stuff. And I don't know much about Mike Pence, really, because he's very boring. Like, I forget that he had a radio show every time someone tells me that. (laughs) But he he was a high school Democrat.
1: Yeah, he said Isn't he was originally a Democrat, and then mm-hmm. he like said he was uh, even a community organizer. I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be a dig at like Obama, or like, I'm basically Obama. Uh, but yeah. then Reagan <laughs> happened, and I never looked back, <laughs> was basically what he said.
0: Yeah, that's how... That's how I interpreted the community organizer thing too, because mm-hmm. he he said it and he sort of like tilted his head at the audience, yeah, yeah. like it was a, an Obama <laughs> joke. But like, are we the only ones who are old enough to understand <laughs> joke in the crowd? Because <laughs> no one left. There yeah. was like nothing, no response when he said that. Yeah. Um. Here's the probably the only good thing he said all night. Um, his granddaughter was an avocado for Halloween yesterday.
1: Yeah. yeah aw.
0: We all applauded for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the only time I clapped, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his seventh-month-old grandchild.
0: But that was another yeah. moment of unity.
1: I wonder what, you know, she'll think of him when she's living on a dying planet uh, <laughs> and his role in accelerating that. <laughs>
0: I should like look at his Instagram and see if he posted any pictures of that.
1: Yeah, that does sound pretty cute.
0: Yeah. So, yes, he credits Reagan for his turn to conservatism. He
1: loves Ronald Reagan, loves him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: And and he sort of did this like uh, then and now thing when he started talking about Reagan, how like uh, now Reagan is almost universally admired.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) but he used to be this contentious figure every people hated him back in the day and that's i mean he's i guess he's kind of right like i think reagan is looked back on much more favorably than Mm -hmm. although i mean he did win like the biggest landslide election of the the past century i think even
1: like minnesota went for him when he was against uh was it dukacus perhaps
0: no, Dukakis ran against Bush Sr. Um, oh. W- when Walter Mondale ran against Reagan in 84, Minnesota's the only state that Mondale won.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: Yeah, because Mondale from... So I remembered from, all of
1: that completely wrong. <laughs>
0: just just <laughs> inverted, kind of. <laughs> Mondale, uh, yeah, he was from Minnesota, so he, he right. won his home state at least, right? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it didn't take long for somebody in the audience to stand up and start screaming which was nice
1: he (laughs) called mike pence a liar and started screaming about how he wants to like divide us and how he doesn't really care about the deficit like he was talking about i think it came up when mike pence started talking about the deficit or something like that or Mm -hmm. um the military and this guy started yelling about the military spending and stuff like that and then he was escorted out yeah he, he
0: he opened with yelling about how something the trump administration did added a bunch of yes a- to the deficit and i was like who cares though <laughs> i mean i, I like he's not
1: real yeah
0: <laughs> i like that you're screaming at him but you know. yeah yeah
1: we could have helped him with this message but i appreciated the yelling
0: well, he looked pretty nervous but uh
1: yeah he was nervous
0: he was escorted away from the room so good luck to him <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> um Mike Pence talked a lot about wokeness and cancel culture.
0: Yes, that was like a big focus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was so stupid.
0: Like he talked about that a lot more than anybody at the Trump rally, surprisingly. Really?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So I guess Pence is a little more in touch with like what the college Republicans want to hear, which is mm-hmm. that there should be no consequences for their uh expression of their <laughs> awful political beliefs.
1: <laughs> yeah. He, um, and we'll get to it in the, there was a Q and a section after the speech, but, um, he called upon all of the young Republican coders in the audience to invent (laughs) a conservative, like social media platform to like compete with, the you know, the ones that people are actually on
0: (laughs) calling people out. Uh, Let's go, Brandon, uh, join getter.com. Remember? (laughs) Remember that classic from two episodes ago? Oh, God, yeah. (laughs)
1: Whatever happened to uh, Parler?
0: (laughs) Parler, yeah, yeah we went over that before but yeah, yeah, yeah. they all they keep popping up they get deleted from the app stores yeah. because they're all like totally insecure and <laughs> your credit card information will be sold to Ukrainians and whatever but...
1: <laughs> oh you meant insecure from like a security perspective I yeah. thought you meant like the people on them are like <laughs> like pathologically uh, not doing so hot
0: <laughs> Uh, here was a, a joke that did land. Mm-hmm. He had a handful of them throughout the speech. I wonder if he wrote them himself, and this comes from his history as a radio host.
1: Oh, he definitely thinks he's funny and like yeah. clever, 100%. Yeah.
0: The Democrats are moving so fast on their agenda that sometimes it seems like the left hand doesn't know what the far left hand is doing. <laughs> 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 They uh, genuinely believe that the Democratic Party is like yeah, communist. They well, truly I, do. I, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of doubt that Mike Pence genuinely believes that. I don't. I just, I can't imagine that someone with like actual political education really doesn't understand that. You know, but obviously he needs to push that to his audience.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Mike Pence he does want to go so far right that the. <laughs> You know, even the moderate Democrat, like what we would consider moderate Democrats who are really basically like conservatives. Like they're, yeah. I think to him, they really do seem like that far left because they, because of abortion, because of like military spending. I mean, he wants everyone to go into the military, <laughs> Uh <laughs> What a fucking psycho. And he, I mean, he's so anti-LGBTQ rights, like, and reproductive health care. And, I mean, he's a, he won't even be in the same room as a woman if his wife isn't present. (laughs) That's right, yeah. Yeah, he is, like, he's a little freak, Justin, so.
0: He definitely had a boner behind that podium.
1: Oh, my God. Every time he (laughs) talked about Reagan, oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you think it was weird when he talked about like how handsome Reagan was? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really say that. <laughs>
1: <sighs>
0: so yeah, he was going on and on about like wokism uh yeah. being an assault on freedom of speech on college campuses. Cancel culture is the order mm-hmm. of the day.
1: <laughs> uh, critical race theory. He really hates yes. critical race theory. He thinks, he like the quote he gave was children as young as six are being taught to like be racist by because of the color <laughs> of their skin he means white kids
0: yeah they <laughs> kindergartners are being taught to be ashamed of the color of their skin yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think that's what's happening i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah no they have like Conservatives have, and I think a lot of people don't really understand what critical race theory is. And it's just become this sort of talking point on the right where they love to kind of misconstrue what it actually is and say yeah. that it's the indoctrination of white children to be ashamed of being white and to feel like, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah they, they don't, they want essentially like the history classes that we got in high school to be like, that's as far as you can go, like, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what what were we taught? Like, not a lot. No, but, yeah, yeah. Like everything is fine. Uh, Do you <laughs> race, know how many t- yeah. race relations were solved a while ago? Everything is harmonious and cool yeah. now. <laughs>
1: I remember, I remember that paragraph in my <laughs> history textbook. Every fucking year we learn about the founding fathers, and then the last couple of weeks we would jam in like world war Two and everything <laughs> after that like oh
0: yeah, yeah i am glad i read the autobiography of malcolm x in high school yeah, that, that, that did cool. open my eyes up a little bit
1: <laughs> yeah oh i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> and we went to, i feel like we went to a pretty you know progressive or thought of itself as a pretty Progressive school, like I remember reading yeah. people's History of Howardson as part of we also had to read the conservative answer to that in the same <laughs> class, which is like a patriot's history
0: oh wow, which class was that
1: that was a p u s history
0: okay, yeah i don't yeah. remember reading any of that. I probably yeah. didn't, but <laughs> well, I was in the class <laughs> 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 anyway they they don't want any sort of acknowledgement of of race being a factor in anything anymore or ever no. i mean they don't want like an honest accounting of slavery or absolutely not. or uh reconstruction especially or anything like that
1: jim crow yeah it's just
0: that was before it wasn't really so bad then but then we figured it out and everything is cool now <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> he said america is not a racist country which
0: yes very uh forcefully he said that yeah Uh, And that was about the time when he encouraged everyone in the audience, well, all the college students in the audience, to join the military after they're done with college. (laughs) And he left kind of a pause. I think that he thought this would be like an applause line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but why would they want to do that? Yeah, no (laughs) one wants to do that, dude. (laughs) Yeah, after college. Like, these are the kids who, like were able to go to college. <laughs> they're, they're not the ones who get stuck going to the military. Yeah. <laughs> who think that's like a path out of their situation. Oh These aren't God. the targets for military recruitment. <laughs>
1: <sighs> <laughs> uh, he did get quite a bit of applause every time he mentioned the military. He ex- he also ex- he said Except like, when he
0: told them to join the military. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People Otherwise. were a little worried about that. They're <laughs> like,
1: ooh. <laughs> I gotta run my dad's car dealership (laughs) should we get into the q a was there anything else from the speech i thought it was so boring it It, it
0: wasn't great yeah there is one thing i want to say he said that uh people are being canceled because they have different views on religious liberty freedom of speech and the right to life and i don't think that's my observation of who's being canceled (laughs) overall Yeah. I think there's two big, big ones in my mind. uh very explicit racism <laughs> is one, and sexual assault is the other. Th- yeah, those seem to be the only cancellations that have ever really stuck.
1: I mean, yeah, do you know how hard it is to get cancelled, and I like truly, truly, truly cancelled where it affects like your economic? yeah you know opportunities or whatever social relationships or something like that and i i just feel like they use cancel culture and wokeness to like that's how they refer to anyone criticizing their batshit ideas right (laughs) i
0: I should be allowed to say whatever i want and institutions should promote my speech even if it sucks Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) it's not fair that people think i suck (laughs)
1: I should shape. I should be able to shape the world exactly how I want it. And if you don't agree with that, you're woke.
0: Yeah, and woke is bad. You're
1: trying to cancel me. Yeah, right.
0: I would love to hear Mike Pence like explain the etymology of woke. Like, where did that come from? Why do people say that woke as opposed to what? Like, what is being woke? So he spoke for only about half an hour before he got to the Q&A.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I do want to note, he also used that phrase like to raise up a child, which I think has a, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he said that a couple times and I read this, um, that's a really bad book. I think like it's, it's oh, a biblical Bible? phrase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that book sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, to train up a child or raise up a child or whatever, he um, mentioned that specific phrase a couple times. And he might have been referencing that part of the Bible or that quote from the Bible. But there's also a book from 1994 that's like an evangelical, written by um, evangelical parents. And the book is super controversial because it advocates for literal child abuse um, oh, wow. in order to make your child like obedient. And it's been linked to several murders of children. So like the fact that he, I just <laughs> well, like so written the an Bible, article about it
0: though, to be fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that book definitely has its fair share of, <laughs> there's some child <laughs> murders in the Bible sand. actually. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh So then um, Mike Pence wiped the milk mustache off his upper lip, and we got into the (laughs) Q&A section of the evening.
0: Yeah. There's a big line of people trying to get their questions in. Yeah. They did maybe a third of them before he shut it down.
1: Yeah. He was fading fast. (laughs) Yeah. So someone asked him, like, what is your biggest regret? Yes, and he said that I didn't go into the military. Yeah, in 1977, he like sat down with his dad, who he described as a Korean War veteran who either got injured. He like received some sort of medal.
0: Yeah, he saw combat and he got yes. a medal. And this, this I think was an interesting phrase. Uh, Pence said that his father saw combat, and never talked about it, like mm-hmm. most of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you you recognize that this is an extremely traumatic thing that people should not experience, <laughs> because it makes them shut down for the rest of their life.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> they are haunted by it for the rest yeah. of their life. I've heard that phrase. Uh, my One of my grandpas was a Korean War vet and dealt with PTSD, undiagnosed PTSD for the entire rest of his life. I yeah. mean, that is something that korean war vets especially like they never want to talk about what happened over there yeah um so mike young mike pence in 1977 sits down with his combat vet dad and says i want to go into the military and his dad said well if there was something going on meaning like a war
0: right because vietnam was a recent memory but they they had withdrawn
1: Yes, one of our few years of relative peace in the last fucking 50 years. So he says if there was something going on, yeah, you should definitely go over there and put your body into like grave danger. Uh, Mike Pence's dad wanted him to die.
0: (laughs) Yes, this is like the complete opposite of the advice you should be giving to someone who wants to join the military. Like, why would you join during like a horrible, unjust war? Yeah, I mean if there's a chance like a good chance that you're gonna die or get fucked up you should definitely go but in this this time of like leisure and just hanging out no like why would you join the military then
1: it's like it's like your service means less because you aren't cannon fodder <laughs> so it's just like is that really what you think of people who like volunteer to serve the military you're all trying to get us to join mike pence is because right, right. that we're all constantly embroiled in war <laughs> well he,
0: he did say this was his biggest regret though so he wishes that he had you know despite the military being uh lazy pussies at the time <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does wish that he had That box checked on his resume, you know?
1: Yeah, I feel like other politicians have said that too. Like, oh, my biggest regret, I didn't go to to Vietnam.
0: That's like my smartest decision I ever made was not joining the military. Yeah, Like, I I never came anywhere close to it, but still, like, that (laughs) could have been the worst thing I could have ever done. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, then another guy came up and... Had such a smart question and he was so well-spoken and he basically said like, you know, Mr. Former Vice President Pence, you've talked in glowing terms about Ronald Reagan throughout your speech. Like, yeah. what about all of these atrocities that he was responsible for?
0: Yeah. You all know? of uh, the horrible Reagan foreign policy, uh, particularly yeah. in South America, South yeah. and Central America. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: And Mike Pence, after, like, taking a beat, he said, I want to go to the library with you and give you different facts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, literally, like, the, the, one of those, like, liberal catchphrases, alternative facts. <laughs> like, he took us back to 2017 with that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: God. It was so stupid. And then, like, he didn't address any of the valid like points that right these this, are matters
0: of fact that like yes. the reagan administration funded genocides and shit
1: <laughs> yes and have been you know reagan referred to as a terrorist like he mentioned several countries where you know these things have occurred right. um pence's answer only really focused on how reagan was good because he like got rid of the soviet union
0: mm mm-hmm. He had to do all those atrocities to to show peace through strength to the Soviet yeah, Union. Yeah, that's <laughs> such a
1: creepy... I fucking...
0: Uh, sounds pretty Orwellian to me. <laughs> peace through strength. Um, <laughs> war <Yeah>. is peace.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, 100%. Yeah. Um, another question was about how people don't want to work anymore. <laughs> that kid, um,
0: what a little... Fucking twerp.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. He was such a twerp.
0: Uh, um, no one wants to go back to work and it's all. Uh. I know.
1: And then Fuck Mike Pence. You. Fuck I work. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Pence said, I'm proud of the generosity of the American government providing like charity when there was a national crisis. It was like, bitch, it's my money and I want it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, And as part of that thing, so they were talking about how a vaccine mandate (laughs) would force even more people out of the workforce. Yes. Uh, what a, what a hairy situation. Uh, What
1: was, what was Mike Pence's main go-to example of why vaccine mandates (laughs) are bad?
0: He was talking about how he, he spoke to the owner of a trucking company, uh, and I think he said a trucking company around here, so I have my suspicions about who he spoke to, <laughs> uh, given yeah. my, my connections to the industry. <laughs> but uh, I, apparently whoever he was talking to, uh, like he had uh, surveyed his truck driver employees and as high as 15 percent of them plan to quit should they be forced to get a vaccine. And you know pence's reasoning there is like i mean truck drivers are mostly alone in a truck all day like why should they have to get a vaccine and it's like yeah most of the day but they're also driving across the whole country and like (laughs) hanging out at truck stops and shit (laughs) which uh, many truck stops were uh not super healthy to be in prior to the pandemic like yeah i mean That's my kind of place to hang out, but (laughs) it's like a lot of them are pretty dirty. Like you could catch something there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Regardless of COVID.
1: I mean, I I feel like is Mike Pence's bold plan that. We don't have to vaccinate truck drivers as long as we bar them from any human contact.
0: <laughs>
1: that seems pretty <laughs> fucked up.
0: If you have the kind of job where you never, ever speak to anyone, <laughs> so see them, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have to worry about your personal health in that case.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and then, oh my God. I. I think this was your favorite, right? This next one. (laughs) Oh my God. It made me so mad. (laughs) This girl, or this woman, I should say. So I think she was the only. She was pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. This young woman. So she walked up and she said that she was one of the inaugural women Eagle Scout recipients or, you know, people who had earned that. And that Eagle Scouts get a flag from the president and President trump didn't send her a flag and well so apparently she's he like,
0: like he discontinued that practice or something yeah which i thought she was saying that as like a dig against the trump administration yeah but apparently not
1: no she said Mr. Pence, will you give me a flag?
0: Yeah, personally requested a flag from Mike Pence.
1: Yeah, and he said, Yeah, I will. I'll give you the flag that's outside my house.
0: Right, yeah. Well, part of it is that the, the president would send Eagle Scouts a flag that had flown over the White House. Okay, like it, it was okay. a special flag. I don't know how they could, how these Eagle Scouts could verify that. Though, I mean, Eagle Scouts do have a lot of skills that they, they do. learned. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe, like, uh, flag flying verification Yeah, it's one thought, of the badges.
1: I thought they were supposed to be pretty community-minded, and I thought it was, like, the most selfish question you could possibly <laughs> ask. I mean, the line of people to ask questions was so long, and she's, like, asking this, like, can I get my flag? Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so, dumb. so yeah, obviously he can't get a flag that's currently flying over the White House, uh, but he, he can send one he can do uh he can do the second best thing which is one that has flown over the <laughs> personal residence of Mike <laughs> Pence <laughs>
1: oh my gosh
0: i can think of at least two eagle scouts who do listen to this show so uh reach out uh, i would like to know if you have a flag that was flying over the White House. I believe both of you that I'm thinking of got your Eagle Scouts while George W. Bush was president. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've held on to that important souvenir.
1: (laughs) I can't believe that. Why would Trump discontinue that? I don't understand. He's
0: too lazy to (laughs) send the flags. Where are the
1: flags going? I mean.
0: He just kept one flag up for his whole term. He didn't want oh, okay. to replace it.
1: Okay, yeah. He is an environmentalist. He's trying to conserve. I get you. I got gotcha. you.
0: <laughs> Something you may not know. Uh, <laughs> the, the flag that f- flies at the White House. First of all, there's only one. <laughs> there's one American flag on the whole premises. Yeah, And yeah. the President of the United States personally goes out front to the lawn every morning and raises the flag himself. <laughs>
1: he's like softly whistling the star-spangled banner Yeah, and then he salutes it
0: it's like the principal at a school yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Donald Trump he didn't want to wake up early so
1: oh who does
0: so for him it was the same flag up the whole time
1: leave it up there I'm not doing that (laughs) and thus not a single deserving Eagle Scout including The first lady Eagle (laughs) Scouts were able to receive their honorary old glory.
0: Maybe he discontinued the practice specifically because they were allowing girls. (laughs) I
1: thought that's what she was going to say. I thought that's what I truly did. And then when she didn't, like, we'll see if if Mike Pence follows through.
0: I would love to know. We should have got that girl's name and like followed up with her in a few weeks.
1: Who's she gonna go to next if uh, if Pence falls through on her? Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, after that was I think my favorite question. Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> this was dude pretty good. This dude went up and he was saying that uh, Mike Pence and like a handful of other uh, members of the Trump administration and Trump inner circle th- on January fifth of twenty twenty one, they all had a plan together. Involving like not certifying the whatever the hell happened on January sixth, like that they yeah. were, that the ins- insurrectionists were <laughs> trying to halt. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this guy was saying that Pence was part of some like bigger plan the day before January sixth, but he he made this allegation that apparently the morning of January sixth, somebody came to Mike Pence and told him yeah. that if he went through with this plan, it would tank. Any like ambitions that Pence himself has to become president? Uh, I'm sure this is some QAnon shit. <laughs> but um, the guy asked a direct question to Mike Pence, asking who that person was who approached him the morning of January 6th to make mm-hmm. him back down from this plan. This was awesome. Like I was so happy that someone in this crowd finally had the balls to stand up to Mike Pence for his betrayal. Of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Pence's answer was that the person who who told who was him, that man? Yeah, uh James Madison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so. he knew he knew he had fucking nailed it. He knew <laughs> that he had landed stuck the dismount like he knew that he (laughs) had just delivered the sickest answer he possibly could dude loves the constitution dude loves it
0: i will say the crowd did seem to be on pence's side in this exchange yeah it this was not the same crowd that natalie and i were a part of at the Trump rally. Um, <laughs> these these were people who were were not uh, super into like the stolen election narrative. It seems, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he went into this thing about how like uh, you know the 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 founders had a process in mind, and I had to honor that process. And mm-hmm. yeah, I I was s- sorely disappointed that we lost that election, but uh, I had to follow the the guiding light of the. <laughs> constitution and the founding fathers. He doesn't sound like that at all. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my voice.
1: <laughs> oh god.
0: But yeah, that that guy was sort of just like bullied out of the room. Everyone was like, "You fucking nerd." <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> And then we were dismissed.
0: Yeah, there there was a question from someone asking uh, Mike Pence what his administration is planning oh, to do about oh, the yeah. debt. Oh, yeah, and he
1: was like, was I'm like, not in office. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> what administration would that be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, because it was so dumb. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is also a big contrast. Like, uh, Natalie was convinced that the crowd of the Trump rally did not give a shit about like the national debt and inflation. And from the response of the crowd to like Chuck Grassley's speech, I think she was definitely right about that. But there were a lot more people at this event that were gravely concerned about the deficit and all that. Mm -hmm. Probably because it's like college Republicans. Yeah. 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 The biggest dorks on earth.
1: (laughs) 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 Trying to remember some of the other hits. He really stressed the themes of reading the Constitution, getting into the <laughs> Constitution. He read, like, his part of his speech was, like, structured around the preamble.
0: Wow, <sighs> oh, you right, right.
1: Boring, yeah. It's <laughs> like, been there, done that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These old-school Republicans, they just love to fetishize the founders. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they America in general has that problem, but especially them.
1: hmm hmm He also talked about how we should... Oh, what was his one quote? I'm a Christian, a conservative, mm-hmm. and a Republican in that order. In
0: that order, yes. But the
1: best title I've ever held, oh D-A-D.
0: Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, it didn't, it didn't make the list you just said, but- Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So maybe it should be father, then Christian, then conservative, then Republican.
1: I think he probably put Christian first. Christian. Above
0: father. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Probably. Yeah. Well, I, OK. Let, I'm going to make a list for him. Okay. Uh, heterosexual is number one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh uh racist <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was surprised he didn't bring up his wife at all. The only right, time yeah, yeah. they mentioned his wife was the guy Hunter who gave his speech before when he was introducing my Pence, and he called Karen Pence the love of his life, but <laughs> he kind I mean, of get- like
0: mumbled that too. you remember that the love of his life. <laughs> He was trying to talk so fast. Yeah. I could
1: not understand a like a third word of <laughs> yeah. what this kid was trying to say. He was talking so fast; it was yeah. like when you hit accidentally hit one point seven five speed on your <laughs> podcast audio player.
0: <laughs> I'm sure some listeners can relate. <laughs> and you know we didn't mention this but uh after hunter morrow introduced mike once mike came out on stage he there was like a subtle dig at hunter's introduction oh yeah he he said like i told hunter backstage i i usually prefer a shorter introduction
1: (laughs) it's like hunter he was doing his best he really was Maybe when Mike Pence was like, I want a shorter introduction, Hunter was just like, Okay, I gotta talk I gotta give it really fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well that that was the lead in to his uh Christian, conservative, Republican thing. Yeah. So that, that was just like the setup for the the punchline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. And then D A D, that was the tag to the punchline. <laughs> he is, I I think he probably does think about things in terms of like a stand up com- comedian from his radio experience because you got to be entertaining and you got to structure it in similar ways you mentioned the like preacher style too yeah
1: yeah yeah i don't know i mean at least like if you ever listen to rush limbaugh or glenn beck like Mm -hmm. at least you're like kind of entranced by Like, like, I mean, I don't, I think obviously they're monsters, but like you listen to it and you're like interested in what they're saying and like they hold your attention, you know, but Mike Pence, just like, he was so boring. I just don't understand (laughs) who, who this is like, who enjoys this.
0: Well, yeah, like Um, you said, Rush Limbaugh on decaf, which means... Yeah, L- less interesting, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> Maybe I feel like they just put him on the radio because he could just talk forever, and so they just yeah. needed to fill the air.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you know Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck are like particularly talented members of the the conservative media, mm-hmm. and there are thousands of other guys who are. Probably more yeah. boring than Mike Pence, but there's so oh much Oh my god. There's so much money being shoveled into that that it's yeah. like, you know.
1: Oh I didn't even think about those guys. <laughs> you don't
0: have to you don't have to be on the Rush Limbaugh level to be part of that, you know, world.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh you just have to be Rush Limbaugh on some kind of substance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Much like Rush Limbaugh himself for many years. <laughs> the man the man loved his pills folks I'm
1: Rush Limbaugh on decaf Rush Limbaugh was Rush Limbaugh on opioids (laughs) yep yep. so I'm curious well do you have any final thoughts
0: Uh, no I was just going to say that uh, the exit song was yes we believe anyway I was googling the lyrics uh, Born Free by Kid Rock possibly a cover version because it didn't sound Mm -hmm. like Kid Rock's voice (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm curious what tune you're going to, if you're going to, you know, put uh, clips of all the songs we've referenced um, throughout the episode or what you're going to play at the end. my strong um, vote is for Molly, that Molly Percocet song. Was, <laughs> okay. <was> just like... <laughs> but um, Kid Rock, we can do that too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll do like little clips as you mentioned them. And then, you know, as the event ended with Kid Rock, we should do the same, perhaps.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, that uh, wasn't particularly fun, but at least we had each other.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that was fun. It was fun to kind of... I'm glad we noticed some of the same things. And um, we both had the exact same thought mike pence's dad wanted him to die like (laughs) it felt good it felt good yeah uh being there with you and i think a couple of the ladies next to us on my side were also just not feeling it um as i was walking back to my car this girl um who's walking ahead of me she was on the phone with a sounded like maybe her mom and she was like yeah i went I listened. I was respectful, but (laughs) he is so stupid and I hate him. And like, she just was, she just thought he was the worst. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I did, I did hang out with the protesters for a little bit outside after it was over. Uh, And they had, they had sort of like linked arms and set up a barricade outside of the IMU, forcing everyone to take the uh, ADA ramp instead of the (laughs) stairs, Uh, which, you know, not that much of an inconvenience. No. But, uh, even so, uh, I, as I was hanging around, there were people, like, forcing their way through. The, oh, my God. The leaked people. <laughs> forcing a confrontation, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was... Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't see this, but apparently there was a guy who, like, pushed a protester uh, into his own girlfriend, which was... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's a smart move. He's so blinded by rage that he's yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: making making his girlfriend a, a domino in his path. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry I missed that.
0: Yeah. Well, right. I think we've covered the event.
1: I think we've exhausted the topic.
0: Yeah, as thoroughly as it needed yeah. to be.
1: I wonder if he's staying in Iowa City tonight or if he's like... Traveling to the next campus, how that all works.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I imagine he's the kind of guy who's in bed by 830, you know?
1: Yeah, it was late for him. It was late for him. Yeah.
0: He and, what's his wife's name? Karen. I wonder, is she on this tour with him?
1: I don't know. I yeah. I think there might be trouble in paradise <laughs>
0: because
1: he did not talk about her once. I have heard as well that she was pretty upset because she thinks Donald Trump is a fucking creep, which he is. Um when she, he she thinks that? Yeah. Oh yeah. She what thinks... what could
0: make her think such so, <laughs> a <I> thing?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know, just the first seventy years of his fucking <laughs> life. And so she was pretty upset when um Pence agreed to be his running mate. Yeah. But Mike Pence was like, Babe, there's no way that he's gonna be the president. And then <laughs> He fucking was, you guys. Yeah. So.
0: Well, he wouldn't have called her babe. He... No,
1: he would have called her mother. <laughs>
0: right. Yes, we all know what he calls her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, we we do have a Patreon if you enjoy our program and would like to hear more of it. Well, October was a great month for our show. Uh, th- three episodes on Patreon, three free episodes. Wow. It's it's almost approaching a real podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the beauty of the free market, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, we do have uh, an episode of Stella and Natalie's Toxic Feminine Mystique series in the pipeline now. So actually, you know what? I'm probably going to release that before I release this episode. So <laughs> oh, head on cool. over to uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash rockhardcaucus and you can listen to the Toxic Feminine Mystique episode 15. Probably right now, as you're listening to me say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the antidote for thinking about Mike Pence.
0: Yeah. Uh, thinking about the the horrifying state of abortion in America. Will oh, make you I feel forgot lobbing. that's what we covered. <laughs> oh God.
1: Yeah. No, it's um uh, Natalie and our friend of the pod, Anastasia, mm-hmm. are discussing, I think, adoption. in this episode in
0: relation to like as in quote alternative to oh
1: this episode we're back to form it's a real bummer
0: so (laughs) (laughs) great great well thank you Stella for enduring that event with me and recapping it
1: my pleasure it was horrible but I enjoyed suffering through it with you (laughs) yes
0: Uh, do not recommend Mike Pence to folks listening no uh one star would not would not return <laughs> okay this has been Rock Hard Caucus good night fast on a rough road riding high through the mountains climbing twisting turning further from my home young like a new moon rising fierce through the rain Heading wandering out into this great unknown And I don't want no one to cry But tell them if I don't survive